Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. And now, your host for Live at Five, Stephen A. Turner. What's up and welcome to Live at Five, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, dedicated to you, committed to justice. That's FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the floor, Concept Studios, joined by Coach Vic Evans. What's up, man? It's an all-star Tuesday. It is. Live at five. Those are three, these are three of my favorite shows all year long when we do the ESP, all ESPN Owensville area team. Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's, it's going to be loaded. we got the second team coming up at about uh, 12 after, and then after that we'll just roll. we got the, the defense for the first team in segment three, and we're going to close with the offense uh, all ESPN Owensboro team will be uh, all, ESPN Owensboro all area team. Yes, easy for us. That's what, I, that's to what say. I say. Easy for us. To say. ESPN Owensboro all area all area team. team. That's it. And uh, so the third region basketball preview will be tomorrow. We got the semi state preview uh, for the uh, tailgate show on Friday, and we'll have that for you right here in the floor concept studios. Purple's eighty eight will be here from Bluegrass Preps uh, to preview the the, the Owensboro. Opposite side there, mm-hmm. the, the Bowling Green Owensboro matchup. And then I've reached out to a few Somerset folks uh, still waiting to hear back. Hopefully we can have perspectives from the uh, the opponents for Friday's big semi-state games. Download the Owensboro radio app. You can listen anywhere in the world to the games. Follow along 1027 The Game, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, today, uh, kicking it text line wide open, 270-903-0389. Subscribe, like iTunes, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. We're not going to waste any time because we're flat loaded today i wanted to open the show quickly and just talk uk basketball uh, interesting game last night in overtime they knock off st joe 96 uh, to 88 and uh, it was a it was a war last night yeah st joe shot it well uh you know i thought real well uh, yeah and i thought kentucky played all right uh i mean I, I i still wonder about edwards and you know i know wagner played a little better last night i still think that when you're late in the game you can't have both reeves and shepherd sitting on the bench because i think it takes away too much shooting and uh, i think that hurt him at the end and but you saw you know reed shepherd out there in overtime and you know i know cal has a history where his guys and especially his guys that he think are top 10 nba picks get a long long leash but i really feel like that uh that team's better when Shepard's always on the floor. Yeah, and that's that, <laughs> and maybe you know, Dillingham too. You know, you got Mitchell and uh, and, and Wagner with twenty two. Reeves had twenty. Dillingham thirteen. Edwards with twelve. But then you look at the minutes, and they're really giving DJ Wagner a, a large sample size thirty six minutes. I don't think to, for this team to reach their absolute potential, I I don't think he can be the guy that takes the most shots on the team. Like I, that's the part that worries me. The devil's advocate would say it's early in the it season, and you're trying to, yeah, you know, I think maybe you're a little more confident in, in Reed Shepard at, at this point and Dillingham uh, than you are in, in Wagner and Edwards. So you're trying to play them a little more to 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 bring them along. Now, when the game got nip and tuck in the final three minutes, you got to get the guys that give you the best chance to win on the floor. That's just so that so there is a there's there, I see both sides of it, but there becomes a Don't point lose games for right it. there becomes a point where you've got to win, yeah. right? I mean, especially against St. Joseph in Rupp Arena, yeah. And it got to the point there where it was almost you almost let one slip. Yeah, you they know, were fortunate to get the game into overtime. Real fortunate, and and you know, listen, Shepard took one shot last night. I don't think he scored a point, and still led the team by a lot in plus minus. That tells you all. I, that tells me all I need to know. Right? Yeah, and and, and there is some uh, some scuttlebutt out there on the uh, the you know, the interwebs or whatnot that your guy will be that maybe both guys 
Uh, Big Z and uh, I'll believe it when I see it. I just that's just and Bradshaw I, I, both. I, you know, Bradshaw made the Instagram. It, it, this is how you get news these days, kids. Uh, or, or athletes, uh, Instagram feeds or Twitter feeds. Yep. You know, he posted a picture. I hope he does, but I'll believe it when I see it. You know, mm-hmm. I've just been burned too many times with guys that, uh, you know, we're coming back from injury or doing this or doing that. Well, it's supposed to be Friday. We'll see. So I hope he's, I hope it's right. I, I, we're going to find out. Because that's the one thing they like. They like a big, and you saw that the, the big for St. Joe's hurt him uh, last night. You know, and if he doesn't miss the little bunny there, it's a different game too. Well, yeah, and I think – defensively it was pretty poor i mean you, you talked about how st joe shot it well we haven't learned how to handle a high ball screen in five years yeah that killed him against kansas that's what beat him against kansas yeah. and then i thought last night the the help down and 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 give st joe credit uh the kicks were, were phenomenal i mean to find the open shooter and they knocked down open shots but this is this is the classic story that we've we've wondered about right can the 18 year old and 19 year old kids that are that are a new team compete against a team that's been together for some time full of 23 and 24, 25, 26 year olds, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Sometimes can, can, can that type of team? And I give St. Joseph a lot of credit, man. That's a, you know, that's a hard nosed uh, college team. I was impressed how that with team how they lost played. To Texas A&M Commerce. I have zero idea. Well, that's the thing. I mean, and it's, it's probably one of the, and I told Amber. No, they're one of the favorites of the ATN. Well, I told Amber this last night. So you'll look back in two weeks and they'll have like three losses, three more losses that you, you're like, how'd they, how'd they play that well? And, you know, it just, when you, there's something about it, like Kentucky Wesleyan going into the Yum Center, you play with that chip on your shoulder, you give it that little extra, and, and you, you're always going to get that. And you should. You're Kentucky, but you should have put this game away much earlier. And than, than road it was. non-conference teams seem to light up arena. Up. They like, do. We don't always, yeah. I mean, they put on a performance. <laughs> they in did. Uh, but at the end of the day, the Cats did enough. And I, I will say that maybe when they got into overtime, Cal was like, okay. I don't want to lose this game. Let's get let's get the right players on the floor and, and finish strong. And, and, and I thought they did. They did not shoot free throws very well down the stretch. No, and same times. thing. You got the ball with ten seconds to go uh, to win in regulation, and you got no shot at it. I mean, the shot was terrible. I mean, I, and I, you know, you take three timeouts home or whatever you had left. I know Kyle don't call timeouts, but every now and then when you're dealing with eighteen year olds, maybe you want to take a timeout and get a better shot. It's the same thing I worry about come tournament time. You know, rotations, late game adjustments. Well, if he's still doing this once again, slow. Well, they did again. If they're he's playing, still doing this stuff where they're not playing the best players, and it's and you're at the end of the season. The and I look minutes. at it completely different. Look at the last four minutes of that game. They played a totally different style. It became one on one and trying oh, to. And, and and that's the thing. It's it's been a, a staple of Cal, and it gets you beat late in games. That's how you lose to Wisconsin with a five point lead and four minutes to go. Yeah, you can, yeah, you can't have the the one-on-ones even though I, I think that's what DJ Wagner would prefer uh, lots of times, but there's still a lot of growth there. He's he's a kid, man. I mean, this early oh, yeah. in the season, there's, there's no a lot doubt. of growth there. We we'll give him an opportunity, uh, but but I, I I see both sides of the fence, but when the, when the game's on the line, you got to get the best players on the floor. It's really just that simple. But uh, but we we'll move on. We got a big show today. Uh, all area team coming up in just a little bit. But I did want to highlight the six big Indiana State games coming up on CJ on Friday and Saturday. That's yeah, locked down. Three on Friday, three on Saturday. So we'll have every state football title game on CJ starting at ten a.m. Uh, on CJ. So yeah, I know North Posey plays and the Heritage Hills plays. I think one plays on Friday, one plays on Saturday. We'll have all six games right there on CJ all day long. There you go. So football at the Indiana State Championship level on Friday and Saturday. Uh, looking forward to that. Also, uh, something I look forward to every year here at Cromwell is uh, 
uh, shelter Santa, and, mm-hmm. that, and that is uh, going on right now. If you're looking to uh, to adopt a kid, I know they're still finalizing some some. There's needs still quite list. a few, but the, there's some needs. A couple of the shelters we're still waiting on some needs list, but yeah, we're going to end up like last year. We we took uh, not we. You know, the city of Owensboro right. uh, had Christmas presents for kids. You know, it was, I think it was 87 kids that were living in shelters. Uh, we provided, you know, us, everybody, Cromwell and everybody provided 87 kids with Christmas presents under the tree from Santa. So it's, it's, it's a great, great thing. Yeah. And the event sponsored by Jerry Ray Davis, Regal Motorsports, Floor Concepts, and Commonwealth Ag Services. So big shout out. Uh, to Shelter Santa for those that, and those sponsors for coming on board uh, for Shelter Santa. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll get the second team across the board. We'll do offense and defense. We got first team defense following that. And then first team offense will close the show. You also have our offensive and defensive players of the year here. It's an, an award day. Here there you go. Always the best day. Absolutely. Brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. Menard's 11% sale is ending on Thanksgiving Day. Don't miss out. Get a countertop that's durable, affordable, and easy to install. Transform everyday spaces into gathering places with Menard's great selection of countertops. Visit our kitchen showrooms in-store or go to Menard's.com for your free estimates today. Stores close Thanksgiving, but the 11% off remains in effect on Menard's.com. Savings are mail-in rebates. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menard's. Something doesn't sound right. How do you know? My daddy always said, you know a bad sound when you hear it. That makes sense. (gasps) Yep, that sounds bad. No, not that. Hey, your car sounds funny. My hero. Stop in Mattingly's Automotive Shop. Let the technicians help diagnose the sounds coming from your vehicle with tune-ups, tire repair, and more. Mattingly's Automotive is here to help. Give them a call at 683-4251 or stop in 2405 Beach Road. Davis County Farm Bureau has been serving the community for over 100 years. With a legacy of trust and a heritage of service, we're here for you. Rest easy knowing that we're in your corner. Davis County Farm Bureau, the voice of Kentucky agriculture. Let's navigate life's uncertainties together with Davis County Farm Bureau. Together, we make our community a better place. Davis County Farm Bureau, taking care of what's important to you since 1922. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5 brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. It's time to jump into the ESPN Owensboro 
All area team number two. And this is, and I'm telling you, it's it's tough to put this together. And there's a, there's going to be some players that maybe get left off. You can let us know our snubs out there, and then, uh, trust me, there'll, 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 be, there'll some. be some. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's but when you're dealing with 19 teams, I mean, it, 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 you have to have a good year. And there there are good players that had great seasons that you know didn't make the first or second team. So you can always let us know on the kicking the text line. And I think maybe we're going to start with the toughest spot. I think so too. This one was really Second tough. Second team quarterback. Yeah, because I thought there were like three or four quarterbacks that could really battle for this spot. I, you know, whether it be DeLacy or Davis or or Morris or Cade Scott. Or I mean, there's a lot of good quarterbacks. There was, and at the end of the day, we went with Wyatt Burnett, the quarterback from Breckenridge County, uh, over 1,300 passing yards, 11 touchdowns. He also ran it for 461 yards and six touchdowns. And he was their offense. And he. I mean, yeah, he he. I I feel like he was a big part of the reason why they returned to the playoffs. Yes, which that held a lot of weight to me. I think the Lacey's right there. The Lacey, the Lacey's. If you want to pick a snub, it's probably Trevor DeLacy. I mean, especially if he takes his team to the state championship. Correct. I mean, you know what I'm Correct. saying? Like Correct. that's still in his hands yeah. here. You know, so guys, you're getting ahead of yourself. You're naming this team, but at the end of the day, uh, Wyatt Burnett, I felt like had a, a massive impact on that team. And at the end of the day, Trevor just go win the state championship, and you can hoist that trophy, and it's as good as well. And he's he's also, you know, we we don't this doesn't factor into, it, but he's going to be on one of these teams oh, in the yeah. next two no, years. No doubt, the strides he made from has made from week one until now, unreal. I don't. He might if we had our most improved player, he's yes. probably it. There's so, no doubt in my mind uh, about that. But uh, but at the end of the day, I think Wyatt brings a lot to the table. He will certainly be in the mix for male athlete of the year. No, he's in the top three or four. Uh, I think he right now he might be the leader in the club house and wait and see if anybody can catch up yeah he's, he's had a really nice year for three sports now run through the running back stable here on the second team you have uh, anthony burris from henderson over a thousand yards 10 touchdowns down in edmondson county they think we don't love them down there but trust me michael mills absolute stud over 1500 rushing yards 14 touchdowns then you go over to the uh indiana side of things and grab one of the ter- one of the half of the brothers of destruction Noah Terry, thirteen hundred and forty-one rushing yards, fifteen touchdowns, and we'll stay over in Indiana and grab the fullback, Cohen Edwards from Perry Central. Yeah, and running back was another hard one on first Real and second hard. team, you know, because you know Mills and Noah Terry and Burroughs all had great years. They could very easily fight for the first team, and uh, but but I think this is you know right where they have them and is a great group. Yeah, no, no doubt, and uh, you know this is this, Mills is not on the first team, so I mean. Who is? That's the question, right? I mean, who who knocked him off? But I mean, what a great year! Over fifteen hundred yards and fourteen touchdowns uh, for him. I think he's kind of the highlight uh, of that group at the receiver spot. Go to Henderson and get Cohen Banks, five hundred and fifty three receiving yards, nine touchdowns. Hancock County's Landon Garrison checks in with five forty nine and five touchdowns. Then you got maybe the most underrated wide receiver in our area, Warren Ebelhair. There's he's yes, he oh, is. 714 yards and 12 touchdowns gets him on team 2. Yes. Uh, Cuz you can't have the whole Catholic stable of wide <laughs> receivers on team 1. And then you got uh, Pendergraft from Henderson County. They get two on there with mm-hmm. the explosive passing offense. It's Pendergraft 667 receiving yards and seven touchdowns there on team number 2, but and and this was this was a tough one too. I mean, I think you had about ten guys really that could have checked in, and and these four will make up team two. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And there's some good guys that were left off team one and two that had nice years. And and but I I like this group right here. I mean, there were some big play groups there, and, and, and easily the most overlooked position group as far as individual performances go. 
his offensive line. Right, I mean, because there's not a stat for him. Yeah, but. I mean, when you're watching the play develop, you might say, oh, that was a nice block, but maybe you don't catch who it was or you don't catch the dual block. You know, you, you, some guys kind of fly under the radar uh, in, in this category, so you kind of almost have to ask around and get thoughts of everybody who who, who watches games around the region. And that's what we did. We sent out emails we, to yeah, coaches. That's exactly what we did. <laughs> this one we kind of went a little hands-off with because – it's hard. I mean, yep. it's hard to, to judge the performance because here's the thing about offensive line. And, and it, you know, my buddy Big Matt played offensive line uh, at Kentucky Wesleyan. He said, you know, you can make 70 perfect blocks, but it's the 71st one that you blow that everybody remembers. Exactly. Like, they remember when you give up a sock and they remember when you have a penalty. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. it. That's that's pretty pretty much, you don't ever get credit for the pan, the six pancakes no, you had prior no, to the no, penalty that's, or anything that's like that. That's just part of being a lineman. It's, t- it's a tough gig, and these guys helped pave the way for some great running games. And we'll start with Jarek Williams uh, from the Owensboro Red Devils uh, on the second team here. I know Noah Dillbeck uh, for, for Apollo. When he was on the line and off the line, when he was out uh, sick with the, with the sickness, you could tell a yes. massive a ma- difference yes. in that group. Yes, wholeheartedly. Uh, Reese Hall from South Spencer, who, of course, uh, had a tremendous season over there in Indiana, as well as Hayden Shadwick, uh, part of the Tell City Moving Company. Yes. The yeah, new you, generation. The new generation right. of moving company. And then a guy that probably should be on the first team. And, 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 and so this is this another snub for me personally as Carver from Muhlenberg. Talon Carver from Muhlenberg. Who's who's you're gonna you're gonna see him all over all the all area teams and they ran it so well this year. Uh, it's just a loaded group and it, if you're on first or second team, you're a stud. Yeah. So I mean, uh, congratulations to Carver and, and the Muhlenberg County Mustangs. But overall, I I could I think I could run for a thousand yards behind those guys. I think Chris Riley could. The professor could. <laughs> That's right. He certainly could. He could be. I'll lead block for, for, for Riley. And he, I'll let him be the feature back. There you How go. about that? Uh, but uh, well, now we, this is an interesting one here. We, we made this spot for the team because you got to have that one guy can do everything. Yes. And uh, the first team, you know, we'll talk about him in a minute. But second team guy. Aiden Bolden. I mean, well, you got to give the name. It's the MacGyver. The MacGyver. Spot. I, I don't even say it. Yeah, MacGyver. It's the MacGyver spot. Here's the thing. Aiden Bolden probably has no idea who MacGyver is. Hey, well, no, you had the new MacGyver that came out. They, they, they may not know who Richard Dean Anderson oh, is, but there was a there's remake. There's only one MacGyver. Right. There was there a remake of MacGyver. There can only be one MacGyver. But this is a guy Just that. Just YouTube it. Right. This Google is a guy it. that, you know, uh, you know, you're talking about 700 yards rushing, 259 yards receiving, and you put him on defense. He had 57 tackles, three of them for loss, a sack, a couple of interceptions. He's it's a just a guy returner, that can do right. You know, returner. MacGyver could make a bomb with uh, a with a paper clip, like you know, and a piece uh, of bubble gum. Yeah, and then maybe a, <laughs> a, a flashlight. No, and, no. and so there you go. It's a MacGyver, our MacGyver spot. Whatever you need, he's got you. Aiden Bolden, second team MacGyver spot, and then the kicker spot, Peter Sang, yeah, from Owensboro. And this was another one. Calicos kicker had a really nice year too, and uh, but Sang was pretty consistent. It's hard to beat rugged Andrew Garvin. Yeah, that's a you know that's that's my guy over there. You know, I got the the Catholic games this year. You got the Owensboro game, <laughs> and we got two pretty good kickers out of the deal. But Sang, uh, tremendous stats. Yeah. Yes. Yep, he did. And he's the best onside kicker I've ever seen. Uh, there you go. And that's, I mean, that's almost a lost start. These it's days. unbelievable. I've never seen a guy bounce a ball, a football, the way he can on the onside kick. It's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, I feel like uh, onside kicks are a little bit of a lost art. But uh, we'll move it to the defensive side here on the second team and uh, get our defensive line. We'll go with Sawyer Drake out of Grayson County, one of the statistically best defenses in our area. Uh, Caden Conkright, who's been tremendous all year. Uh, Brandon Gardner, who every time we did an Apollo game, we called his name at least five times or more. 
there on that Apollo defensive line. Hunter Corbin, uh, you know, maybe comes up to play some defensive line. Well, he's a linebacker. We're just going to put him as a Listen. defensive end because our linebacker thing is so strong. We couldn't leave him off the off the field, off yeah, the team. We're going to get him out there. Yeah. Just throw him out there and make plays. Hey, defensive end, outside linebacker. That's one of those. You know, he's a Charles Haley type. Right. And you know how we said, that, you know, you got to – you got these puzzle pieces, and there's so many great puzzle pieces. That you, sometimes you got to find, you know. Yeah. On second team, we there. decided to go with five linemen and five linebackers. Yeah, well, that we got to recognize Barrett Evans yeah. too. Eight sacks now. He just had his eighth the other night, and a, a tremendous year. That's two Owensboro Catholic defensive linemen there on the second team, and, and across the board. I think we got we got it covered there. Yeah, and I, I do think that uh, Beaver from Owensboro, if he hadn't got hurt the last. Three, three and a half, four weeks would have been right there, too. He had a nice year, too. He was oh, another yeah. good one. No doubt. I mean, yeah, it, it put him in there anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, 70%, I think he's probably a good second teamer. We'll move it to the linebacker spot, as, as you can see, is absolutely loaded on, on the first team and second team. You got Apollos, Jamison Brown. You have Wyatt Rainey coming off an injury where you thought he was going to miss the whole season. He just comes back and... 101 right tackles when he comes back. I've missed a few games. Yeah, I mean, off an injury. Yeah. And he's just a sophomore. So, a great career ahead of him. Kenton Cornwell from Grayson County. You had Hunter Baker, who if you, you know, you get in a pinch and you run out of running backs, I don't know how you would, but Hunter Baker can certainly carry the mail for you, He too. could do that. And then uh, Quentin Reinhardt from Breckenridge County there on the, the second team. Yeah, uh, 10 and a half tackles for losses. Yeah, pretty nice. Not too bad there uh, for the Fighting Tigers. But overall... A really solid second team linebacker core, and now we'll move it to the defensive backfield, and that's where you got Braden Fountain mm-hmm. from Owensboro. You got Russ Crow, another guy probably fitting that MacGyver mold there for for Crow, very versatile. Uh, Grant King from Meade County, Gage Beasley who helped win me a couple, you know, fantasy games this year on the offensive side. Uh, finds his way on the defensive backfield, and then a guy who I think is low key. Massive impact Friday night X Factor. There's no doubt. Jashawn Carr from yeah, Jashawn Carr. He's had a great year for Owensboro. Yes, he's had a great year from Owensboro. Uh, battling, you know, as you'll see, his own teammate for this guy. And this is a guy that can who can come up and play outside linebacker if you need him to. He can play in the secondary. Uh, he's had an unbelievable year for the Red Devils all year long, and he's going to need a big game in that secondary and in that spot against Bowling Green and Deuce Bailey. Yeah, and I, I, like I, I talked to some some folks behind the scenes today, doing a little, you know, checking around this game, and his name came up yeah. as a guy who, on one side, can make a you know make a big splash. Well, and, I think he had the, if I remember correctly, I think he had the t- the touchdown return on the block kick against Bowling Green in the first game. Well, he just, I think maybe off the edge, you know, look for him a little bit. Uh, you know, I hope. I mean, this this don't want to associate with Owensboro, by the way. <laughs> so I'm not giving away any game plans. I'm just saying, you know, him him bringing the heat on one side would be a, a, certainly a standout. But that'll round out our uh, all ESPN Owensboro Team 2. Team 2. Right. And That's now, a good team. Wins a lot of games. Right. I mean, well, we should get these two teams together and play a game. It'd be interesting <laughs> to see. But uh the team's one is coming up next. We'll do the defense first, and then our defensive player of the year, and then close things out with our offense and our offensive player of the year. You're listening to Live at 5, 1027 The Game. Join the Hausner Hard Chrome team. We're looking for a Class A CDL driver and shipping receiving material handler in Kentucky. With us, you're not just a driver, but a part of our proud logistics family. As a bonus, we reward your hard work and dedication with paid vacations, paid holidays, 
health benefits, 401k, and profit sharing. Apply at HausnerInc.com or in person at 3094 Medley Road. Class B CDL drivers are also welcome to apply. Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kicking It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kicking It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kicking It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Kicking It 270. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. Give cans to Bullware on Giving Tuesday. Bullware Mission is once again doing giving cans for Bullware. Start collecting your aluminum cans right now to donate to Bullware Mission. Join us on Giving Tuesday, November 28th from 10 until 2 p.m. at the drop-off location at Independence Bank on the corner of 25th and Frederica. Bullware Mission will be there from 10 until 2 on Giving Tuesday, November 28th. For your aluminum can donations, you can give back this holiday season. Cans for Bullware. Save those aluminum cans. Find out more details right now on the Cromwell Media Community Calendar. OwensboroRadio.com slash events. Find the 1027 The Game Community Calendar on OwensboroRadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio We are Kentuckiana Sports Leader, 1027 The Game. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. Time to jump into first team defense and just in case people are wondering you couldn't be on two separate teams i know there's a lot of guys that play both ways you had to be an offensive guy or a defensive guy there was no way to do it other than that we'd be leaving a lot of kids off right did that and you know we try to get as many kids mentioned as humanly possible that's that's the goal and try to feature and and the kids that deserved it too it's not just you know i think it loses meaning when you put a bunch you know kids on the team so Got to find that happy medium. Yep. And the only way you can do that is to get one spot. Yep. And it, it, you know, if we need you somewhere else in the game, we can always take we you off always, that spot. Yeah, we can always move you around, play anywhere you want. But uh, let's let's start on the first team defensive line. I'm gonna run through these one by one because I think I've left us enough time, Vic. So okay, defensive line, Davis County High School. One of my favorite players to call games for, Gillum Nicodemus. Forty-seven tackles, five tackles for loss, and four sacks, and he missed some games yep. in, in there in the middle of the season. So. It's just a dude. I mean, Gillum Nicodemus is a dude. Yeah, he is. And could have very easily been on the offensive side, too, where we slide him over to the defense ball and had a great year. Oh, yeah. And game record. You know, Riley is, spoke highly. I mean, he, he, Riley's starting to understand, you know, when you when you call these games and you mention a guy's name six and seven, eight times, every single time you do a game, you know he's a stud. Yep. And, and that's what you get with Gillum Nicodemus. Another guy that you saw quite a bit this year, and he has a big-time uh, impact, I think, on Friday night's game as well. It's Cortland Howard. Owens yeah, he's had, a, he's had a monster year. Taking his game to another level, uh, nine tackles for losses, three sacks. Uh, he has to have a big game for them. Don't, don't get, get, get him this week's in, too. Eleven tackles for loss, four go. sacks. Just okay, yeah, I'm, up I'm, looking, I'm looking at oh, – You're looking at I, the I ones at before – la- yeah, yeah. That's, that just shows you the impact he had yeah, in the playoffs. And had game. a big sack or a big tackle for loss and, uh, and, and forced fumble. This next guy – 
He goes all the way back to the summertime. He does. I mean, way he, back to the McLean County Fair. Yes, he was there. And then that that was a highlight. All mm-hmm. right. And then we get Freddie Maggard on with us over there at uh, McLean County. And he says, the one guy I want to see in this game is Colby Dant. And yes. then he names Colby Dant the player of the game that night. Yep. yep. And now here he is on our all-area team. 58 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, four sacks. And I thought – you know, it's a good story, you know. Then I go over and I fill in one week for Jalen and Kobe Dance unblockable. So it, he absolutely belongs on, on, on the first team. Yeah, this is a guy who was on the second team last year and has even a better year and jumps to the first team. Love it, man. Uh, that's what you want. How about two Davis County Panthers on the first team defensive line? I mean, he, Ryder Cunningham. Heart and soul, I feel like these two guys, uh, uh, the way they played this year, you know, it's not indicative of how, you know, the Panthers teams in the past, they throw it all over and score 56 points, and hopefully the defense can hold the other team below 56. Yeah, now, this, this year, year it's the defense. It was the identity of the team was the defense, and, and Ryder Cunningham was a big part of that identity, and he'll round out our and when defensive you on the, line. When you're a defensive end, you end up, you know, outside linebacker, defensive end, kind of split that thing, and you end up with 97 tackles. You've had a great year. Oh, there's no doubt. Uh, 97 tackles, five tackles for a loss, a sack, and – and he got that big pick six uh, mm-hmm. return, uh, you know, that really helped clinch the game there late, late in the season. So uh, it's good to see Ronner Cunningham here on team number one. Now let's move it over uh, to the linebacking core a little it's bit. A strong linebacking <clears throat> core, Steve. Yeah, I mean, whenever you know, whenever we start kicking names around, you put together a list of the locks. Yeah. And the problem was we had about eight or nine locks at linebacker. That's <laughs> yeah, true. And I, but th- this this is the cream of the crop. Yeah. I, in my opinion, I don't know that it can be argued to anybody. Uh, you know, you talk about, oh, he should be first team, or that kid didn't make the team. You always say, well, who who would you take off? Right. You know, that's the hardest part. And, and, and these guys, I, I can't take any of them off the first team. There's no question about it. And to start with the McLean County's Elijah Baldwin, 114 tackles, nine tackles for a loss. Five sacks, and he could easily be the MacGyver too because right. he can, you know, rush for a thousand yards and you know do, play the special teams role. But when when I went and got eyes on McLean County, this dude was everywhere. He's all over the place, and and he never comes off the field. And you know, when you have the last name Baldwin, you know, it, it's it, a big name to live up to. McLean like, County it's football. Like You're a count in Hancock County. Exactly. You, you better of, score a thousand points. You better. It's going to be a long <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. I promise you, you're going to hear from your whole family. And to be able to fulfill those shoes of a bald one, you know, it, it's pretty big time because there was a lot of expectation. I remember that kid in eighth grade, and everybody said, "Oh, he's the best one." Yeah, he's the best one. You know, and they always say that. You know, but Elijah's right there with them, man. 114 tackles, nine tackles for loss, five sacks, great season. Yeah, it's un- unbelievable season for him, an unbelievable career there. And then, uh, well, <laughs> speaking of Hancock County, right? I mean, we have the Brothers of Destruction, so we got to get go get the Powers of Pain, right? And that's. Ross Powers. It starts there. 125 tackles, 17 tackles for loss, two sacks, and he, he'll be back next year. Yeah, and he had a great year last year. He was on second team last yeah. year, but another huge year, and, and he deserves rightfully so to be on this first team. Two dudes that are right there at the top of the of the state tackle rankings in his tag team partners, Aiden Weatherholt, the 136 tackles, nine tackles for loss. And six sacks, and if you don't like the way your run game's going, you can just hand the ball. Yeah, you to can Weatherholt. always hand it off to him. He can be the he can be the power to somebody's lightning. Yeah, I mean it's uh, you know Aiden Weatherholt uh, there uh, certainly belongs, and uh, what a tremendous career there uh, for the Hancock County Hornets. And it's really no surprise that uh, last, but certainly not least, here on the linebacker core will also be our uh, ESPN Owensboro 
Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, you know, listen. Usually, you'll have a, a pretty tight. You know, last year was you know, but I'd say the last couple of years, it's been pretty evident of who the Defensive Player of the Year. You know, last year it was the Boogeyman. I think that was pretty evident. Yeah. This guy probably finished runner up to the Boogeyman right there. And I think there's no question it's it's got to be the the tackling machine of all tackling machines. And, and if you think about middle linebacker that Calakai's had, they've had some great ones. You know, you go back to Borman's. You know, oh, that's it's just and, a legacy. Yeah, whether it's John Mark or Chris, well, I mean, Vince has taken that to another level. And he's not only going to be your first team linebacker there, but he's also going to be your ESPN Owensboro defensive player of the year and will be hard pressed not to be the defensive player of the year next year too. Right. So he's got to put a big year together because all he does is get basically 200 tackles every year. Well, if you look at a bo- the bottom of every pile and you're calling a game, the way I see it's Vince. I mean, number one, you just know he's in there. Number two, you just look at the bottom of his shoes. He's got those bright shiny gold cleats yes. on the underneath side and you see those gold cleats sticking out of the bottom of the power reminds There's, me of the wicked witch of the of the east or yeah, whatever the house that was, on yeah, top of yeah it. had the red slippers right i mean every time you look at the pile you see the gold cleats sticking out from underneath the pile and you know it's vince carico 174 times he's been there yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh 12 and a half tackles for loss four sacks and uh, literally and a partridge one, in a pear tree and yeah. whatever else you want to do. One of my favorite players to watch too. I mean, you're not supposed to be biased, but it is what it is. I mean, he, he's he's a fun player. He plays the game the right way, and uh, looking forward to seeing him again Friday night. Yeah. Shutting, shutting down the old Briar Jumpers. There you go. No better nickname. They, it is one of the best ones. Briar Jumpers from Somerset. But uh, we'll move it to the defensive backfield now. And uh, the, you know, the first name I said, I said I don't care. You know what the other names are. And I don't get to see him even play, but I can tell you just by judging his stat line every single week, Ty Brown's a first-team defense. Yes, Ty, I think he led the area in interceptions and 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 had a great year. And if you you know one of your quarter, if your quarterback gets hurt, he could be your backup there on the first team too. But yeah, unbelievable year as a, as a D back. Yeah, a couple of interceptions returned for touchdowns uh, there as well. Also, we'll get Jaron Van Meter from Grayson County, seventy-seven tackles, four interceptions, and was a big part of that uh, Grayson County. A defense had a really just nice shut teams year. down. I yep. mean, on, in the regular season, I think they gave up nine points per game on average. And, and Van Meter was kind of the heart and soul guy too. I mean, he he came back off a great year offensively last year, contributed big on the defensive side, and uh, had a nice year on my fantasy team too. So I'm a little biased uh, towards uh, Jaron Van Meter there. Uh, another defensive back that uh, could play multiple different spots if you need quarterback one. If you need, he could very easily been our. Second team quarterback Could have been. too. Yeah, really, we put him on the first team defense. Yeah, so you get you get on the first team, and it's uh, Brody Klein. Yeah, make no mistake, uh, McLean County, uh, four interceptions, and was a big ball hawk back there in that uh, that that backfield for McLean County. Yeah, four interceptions, and, uh, a leader back there, and uh, and what a great career he had there at McLean County. And the uh, last team, last player to round out our first team. Uh, Darian Crow from, yes. from Owensboro High School. Uh, we got him at the the Rover spot. Uh, I'd like to see him uh, come off the edge and, and find that Bowling Green quarterback a couple of times. He had a big game at Atherton, three tackles for losses, a sack, a fumble recovery, huge game, caught a couple of passes, ran a couple of times. I mean, one handed grab. Yeah, he, you know? he, he, I think he is one that uh, if they're going to beat Bowling Green, I think he probably needs to have a big game defensively. And he's, he, you know, as, as Freddie Maggard say, Havoc player. He's the best Havoc player on has got. Yeah, I like that. And those are the ones you got to look for on the defensive side of the ball. And I think we got uh, every one of these guys are Havoc players. Yeah, there's no doubt. That is the good news. Uh, 62 tackles, nine tackles for a loss, three sacks uh, for Mr. Crow, which will round out 
our first team defense here on the uh, all ESPN Owensboro first team as we'll move it now to the offensive side of the ball after the break here live at 5 1027 the game Mac Industrial Services and Coatings provides labor and high-powered water blast and vac services to local power plants, granaries, paper mills, refineries, aluminum and steel plants, along with many others. With locations in Mount Vernon and Evansville, Indiana, right off Highway 41, they can service the entire tri-state area. They are growing and expanding their services, so give them a call at 812-202-6146 for all your local plant support needs. Mac Industrial Services is family-owned and locally operated. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Cromwell Media, Floor Concepts, Jerry Ray Davis, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Regal Motorsports, and Commonwealth Ag Services present our ninth annual Shelter Santa. Adopt a Christmas wish list of a child who will be spending the holidays in a homeless shelter by calling 270-683-5200 or stop by the Cromwell Media Studios at 1115 Tamarack Road. Don't let a child wake up on Christmas morning without a gift under the tree. Call 270-683-5200 now to adopt a child from a local shelter. Oasis, St. Joseph's Peace Mission, Peyton Home for Girls, and the Daniel Patino Shelter. Bring a smile to a child's face and experience the magic of Christmas with Cromwell Media's Shelter Santa. Brought to you by Floor Concepts, Jerry Ray Davis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Regal Motorsports, and Commonwealth Ag Services. Adopt a child by calling 270-683-5200 or stop by our studios at 1115 Tamarack Road. It's Cromwell Media's Shelter Santa. Are you tired of overpriced auto parts that break down just weeks after purchase? Look no further than Papa T's Auto Parts. Our high-quality, affordable parts are guaranteed to keep your car running smoothly for years to come. Plus, our knowledgeable staff is always on hand to answer any questions you may have. Don't settle for subpar auto parts. Choose Papa T's and get back on the road with confidence. Located at 55 Roberts Lane in Lewisport, behind Thompson Tires, and a proud supporter of Hancock County Athletics. When you have a minor emergency or an illness, turn to the urgent care experts at Owensboro Health. With five convenient locations across the tri-state, an Owensboro Health Clinic is always close by. You'll find a variety of services on site, so our team of providers can diagnose and treat you and your loved ones as quickly as possible. For quality urgent care, turn to Owensboro Health. With locations in Owensboro, Powderly, Henderson, Madisonville, and Litchfield. We want to keep you healthy. We want to make you proud. Discover a haven of tranquility at the Salt Room. Whether seeking relief from respiratory ailments, desiring to de-stress and unwind, or simply yearning for self-care, the Salt Room provides the rejuvenation you deserve. We take pride in offering an exceptional experience at the Salt Room. Only the highest quality salt products, selected for their purity and effectiveness, are used. Step into our sanctuary and let the healing power of salt therapy embrace you. Discover the countless advantages of salt therapy today at the Salt Room, a haven of health and serenity. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. 
Tonight, mostly cloudy, a low 39. Mostly sunny on Wednesday, a high 49. Wednesday night, mostly clear, low 33. Sunny on Thursday, high 55. Partly cloudy on Thursday night, low 35. Partly sunny on Friday, a high 53. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a low 33. Mostly sunny on Saturday, a high 49. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, a slight chance of rain after midnight, low 34. And now, more Live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5 brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the floor, Concept Studios, jumping into this all ESPN Owensboro football team and uh, looking forward to uh, the, the offense here, Vic. Let's start it up front. Okay. And then we'll work our way back from there. And uh, we'll get to a couple of Owensboro Catholic aces. we got Luke Fry. And major pride, and I can tell you, uh, these two guys, uh, you know, big, big part of uh, protecting uh, Brady Atwell back there. Yeah, they've had a great year. You know, they, we knew about the... I almost said run the ball, but they really don't. Well, we, you know, they can't. They want to. You saw that. Well, four carries for like 97 yards. But we knew about what Calakai had in the skill positions this year. And and they had to replace a lot of linemen, and you were worried about that. But I think when I when I reached out to Coach Morris, this has been a couple games ago. So you know we reached out to these coaches and getting stuff, and he was like, I think he, at that time I think the offensive line had given up, I think five sacks all year. Yeah, and I don't even know if it's that many. I mean, it's it's a low number. Yeah, I, you know, I talked to another coach about that too, about how Atwell just doesn't take sacks. Uh, because he runs around a little bit, but he's also been protected a lot mm-hmm. better than I think they expected. And it's been a group that has came a long way since that uh, well, early season scrimmage all the way up till and now. And talk about their coach staff, too. I can remember when we did our previews back in, you know, football previews back in you know July and August. And, and Coach Morris was like, you know, we got one offensive lineman that was a tennis player and one offensive lineman was a tuba player. Yeah. And, that, and, <laughs> and, and it become the best offensive line around. You know, that's, that, just, that's amazing. Yeah, and uh, those two dudes definitely belong. Uh, we'll get the uh, Owensboro's Jackson Lindsay. Uh, I think it's a slam dunk here with with Jackson. Yeah, and this is a guy you know he, he he you know played some tackle last year back at his original position at center where he came on the scene as a center guard you know blocking Jagger Burton in a state semifinal game. You and know, it, and I mean this is a, this is a kid that has been part of that front line for four of the five straight state semifinals that Owensboro's on a run right now. Decent little run he's had there. Yeah, right? it's I mean, not bad. When you when you play every year and you play and you're practicing on Thanksgiving Day, you've had a good career. Not only that, but when you show the versatility to be able to play a lot of spots on the line, it's very attractive uh, at the next level as well. And he will certainly play there at the next level. We got the Jesse Huff from the Tail City Moving Company, next generation. Yep. There and the, how can you not have some marksmen on here when they ran for like 7,000 yards this year. <laughs> yeah, and pretty- against a very good schedule, I might add. Right. And a lot of that core will be back. I mean, the, the whole core will yes. be back next yeah, year. And, yeah, so yeah, great year by the Tell City Moving Company. And they deserve to have a guy on each of the first and second team. And very similar to Tell City, when you run the ball like the McLean County Cougars, you have to have a Cougar on the first team. And then Anthony Hall is right the there first in the middle team. at center, leading the way at the center position. Love it, man. And that'll round out. Our first team offensive line. I'm trying to figure out where we go. Let's 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 go ahead and get the go MacGyver. to the specialist down there. Get yeah. the three specialists down there. Get them. Let's get let's get the MacGyver award. Three. I don't I only see one on my list. Who else we got? 
Well, you got the kicker. Yeah. All right. Let's start with him. Okay. The kicker is not on your I list. I got it. I got it. Okay. Carson Weiss. Right. Henderson. Yeah. 36 to 38, five of 10 from field goal range. And he got won a, a booming leg on him. And, you know, he had a 40, what, a 38 yarder against Owensboro. I think a 43 yarder against Owensboro. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, the, the, easily the best range yeah. in the area. There's no doubt about that. So uh, the Henderson County Colonel will make the list. And then uh, I got, you got the fullback. I, okay, well, I, I'm putting the fullback with the running back. Okay, so I'll, we'll, I'll, I consider the fullback to be a specialist. That's we'll, our we'll group him in. That's our you know that's our Emily Van Buspark special. We added fullback this fullback. year just for her. Man, it's, yeah, it's a CJ Ham award. Yeah, and we'll get that here in just a little bit. But let's let's get the MacGyver the MacGyver award, and it, it goes to Luke this is Floyd. like the ultimate MacGyver. It is Luke Floyd is the MacGyver. Uh, no no surprise there, right? I mean, defensively, 105 tackles, nine tackles for a loss three sacks he had 15 catches for 183 yards and four touchdowns at the receiver spot before he transitioned over to, to the running or the quarterback spot where he threw for 549 yards ran for about 300 led him to five straight wins or whatever yeah. it was and a playoff win but not only that but a selfless move to quarterback yeah. because if he you, was a first team receiver i think last year oh or i know he was first or second team receiver last year yeah and i don't mean to disrespect i mean davis county just didn't have that didn't have a quarterback right i mean russ crow played it there for a little while i mean he's a receiver luke floyd's a receiver playing quarterback but i mean on a team that that you know if joe humphreys was on this team luke floyd's probably a, you know a 1500 yard receiver with exactly. like 20 touchdowns exactly so, so and, and to be i mean to be honest with you he may be the best receiver in, in the whole area but he just didn't get to be featured so he, he put his athleticism on display at quarterback spot i thought especially once he he settled into the position he was dropping dimes yeah i mean <laughs> the game he played against apollo was absolutely incredible yeah. i mean you know i said all in the pregame i think i said all you got to do is just you know put nine guys in the box if you're apollo single everybody up and make them beat you through the air and well luke floyd Beat him through the air. He deserved to be on the first team, and that's why he's on the MacGyver spot. Yeah, you got to find a spot. Uh, it's easy to find one for Floyd, whether it's offense, defense, receiver, running the ball, wherever. Uh, congratulations to Luke Floyd. Now let's move it into the pass catchers. Okay. And we'll start with a guy that may be the best running back on the whole team who's playing wide receiver because we have to get another spot on the team. Well, he, he started the year at receiver. Yeah, he started the year at receiver, and he's still their leading receiver, and he was putting up big numbers as a receiver. And so I thought, you know what? We've got four running backs, only three spots, and he's also put up nice numbers as a receiver. We've got to get him on the team, so we're just going to call him a receiver. Not, not only will I say that I think he's the best running back on this team, I think he's a great receiver as well. I also think he is a lock for a future offensive player of the year. Yes, no doubt. Seven Hampton. Yes. I mean, you're averaging over 10 yards a carry. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he looks, and I'm very curious at what Evan brings to the table against the Purples because he wasn't the feature back the first time around. Right, he was not, he played receiver the whole time. Completely changed the, the look of the offense. And uh, this is a dude that if he gets to the edge, call it a day. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he, he ran a four, four, five. Somebody he's, let me draft him in like the, the, the fifth yeah. round, I think. Listen, he's put up numbers that I know he's committed to UK, but he's put up numbers that uh, in the way he can catch the football, the way he runs routes, the speed he has, that maybe, you know, Mark Stoops needs to get a call and be like, listen, I know you're a UK committing baseball, yeah. <laughs> but we could use you as a running back or a wide receiver here at UK also. You can use that kind of athleticism anywhere. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I mean, he's he's just that dude. And, and I think he has potential – 
to help Owensboro do something special. Yeah, he's a big key, and that's something that Bowling Green didn't see him running the football. Like you know, uh, Winstead was the the feature back at that point, and then after the injury, you know, and then Hampton putting up the numbers he has now. You know, he's now he's now the you know he was the the second day he was the change of pace back. And now they've gone with the speed of him as the as the featured back, and then Wednesday coming in with the Thunder as the change of pace back. And that's a great combination. I think it's a great I mean, combination. It's a, it's a, it, and, and I, we talk all the time about coach, and I think Owensboro coaches probably listen to the show and think we dislike them or something because we don't. The expectation levels through the roof at yes. Owensboro. It just is what it is. So I think they get overlooked sometimes, but the adjustments they've made through the year to get them into this spot. It's big. A lot, a lot of people think, and they might flip the, the score from Bowling Green and, and go in and win against the Purples on Friday night. The coaching staff deserves a ton of credit. Yeah. We talked about this off the air when we left last night. Oh, we're going to name coach of the year? No, well, not, yet. not yet. We might have two coaches win a state title. <laughs> exactly How, how right. can you possibly give a, a coach of the year when you don't know, you know who's going to win a state title? So we'll move it on. Now we got a couple other wide receivers here, obviously. Division one commit from Lindenwood, Apollo, the pride of the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eli Masterson, uh, 653 receiving yards, six touchdowns in a year where I think Apollo struggled to find some identity throwing at times. There wasn't a lot of protection at times. I think to put up those numbers and do what he did on special teams uh, was was very special. And then you can see that by the, his recruitment. A lot of offers no out doubt. there. and. He's a first teamer. Yeah, there's absolutely zero doubt, and and he you know really helped sing along a young freshman quarterback there after they made the quarterback change to you know kind of be the main weapon there for him to use. And uh, and we we'll go get a couple Catholic aces. I mean, no no surprise there. Uh, you got uh, Noah Reinerson, eight hundred and sixty three receiving yards, twelve touchdowns, and just an absolutely unbelievable year. I mean, if yes. this wasn't. If this wasn't just a you know breakout year for for a, a handful of other guys, I mean this guy's right there in the conversation for offensive player of the year. He he can take the ball to the backfield, he can run the slant in the slot, he can go deep. I mean special team. He's the ultimate slot weapon. Yeah, Noah he Reinerson's is. a stud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, he's the absolute ultimate slot weapon. And uh, you'll hear his name called I think a few more times before the season is through. And uh, last but most certainly not least, and this is not an award. It's just uh, well, he's my favorite player to watch. Period. I mean, Tuck Carico. Yeah. Nobody goes about their business like Tut. I know the Catholic uh, Twitter account started the the Tut Carico for Mister Football. We did campaign. that yesterday, and we yeah we we <laughs> we're ahead we, of the game. It, it fit right in. Yeah. They must have listened to live at five because uh, seventy four catches, uh, fourteen hundred yards, twenty three touchdowns on the season for Tut Carico, and that doesn't even begin to tell you what he does on the on the defensive side. Uh, but man, for his side, he looks like a linebacker out there at the like a tight end. He's faster than you think, but no, he, but yeah, he plays athletically like a wide receiver yep. so he's got that big body and uh <clears throat> tyrone <clears throat> we can't let him get out of town <laughs> i mean i don't want to see this guy in the gmac that's what i've heard that's what i've heard i've heard he's in the gmac but i haven't I, I can't confirm that but tut uh has a couple more big games left oh, before yeah. we write him write his career off uh, there for the Owensboro catholic case i'm gonna say he's got a couple big games left out there, one of the statistically best wide receivers in the state. I think he's second or third in almost every major category in the state. Let's move it to our stable of running backs. Now. Yes, it's a good stable. It is. I mean, and this is a this is a group right here, and uh, got the Sawyer Gilliam mm-hmm. headlining the group. He's the bell cow. Uh, you know what a great career over there at Perry Central. Second right. year in a row on the first team. Oh, it's a lock. I mean, he's got right at eighteen hundred yards, twenty six touchdowns. I mean, it's pretty good year. Hard to argue with uh, the the bell cow for Perry Central. And we'll go get. Uh, how about a freshman? 
Yeah, the first team. that's going to be the newcomer of the year, rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. I think that's a slam dunk, and you'll see him on the hardwood as well. Caden Hanshaw, 1,369 yards. 23 touchdowns. And yeah, he was, big, the, big he was the bell cow that led Grayson to, you know, the nine and one regular season, district championship, a home playoff win. Had a, he had a lot to do with it. No doubt about it. And, uh, well, you got to get a couple marksmen. But first, it starts with one half of the Brothers of Destruction, Landon Terry, all the way back in the summertime when he walked up with a grown man. I don't think the dude ever leaves the weight room. I, I don't think he does. It's like practice, weight room, sleep, eat. Back to school, you, weight room. Listen, I know Matt has OVW, and if he really wants to sell tickets, get like a Carico versus Terry tag team. Yeah. And it would blow up. I'm thinking like Powers of Pain, <laughs> Brothers of Destruction, and the Caricos. <laughs> in a three-way three three ladder way, match. Yeah. <laughs> I could see it happening It would right sell now. tickets. It would be fun to watch. 100%. Landon Terry, 1,400, over 1,400 yards, 22 touchdowns on the season and got to get his fullback in there right yep. i mean he's he's paving the way and caleb caleb went to bat for the yes. southern indiana guy yeah, he did big shout out to caleb farkas who gets eyes on these guys gets to see them a lot stump for some of these guys and they're on the team because caleb put a good word in braxton beaver fullback mm-hmm. yeah he had a great year leading the way and also when you need to hand it to him he can run the football a little bit too absolutely yes yeah. so I, I i think i could deserve an award for keeping us under time. There you go. Well, we still got us. one spot left. I know, I know. We've right. got about four minutes left here to, to really hype up our Offensive Player of the Year. And, I mean, I know it's a big surprise. Yeah, it's a big surprise. Brady Atwell, obviously, 60 touchdown passes on the year to only six interceptions. It's not bad. Nice ratio. Yeah, that's I probably you – know, it's got to be right up there in the state. I know Say, uh, Sayers – Pennington's quarterback is what, like 58 touchdowns, no interceptions or whatever it is, like outrageous. Yeah, well, yeah. But, uh, but listen, he's the best quarterback in the state, I, I, hands down. I, I don't think it's close. The good news is we can tell you that. It doesn't matter really what we say. I think, you know, whether you believe us or you don't, he has an opportunity to go prove it. That's mm-hmm. the best part, right? Yep. You have the opportunity – in front of you to show the state. You're going to have Somerset this week, and then you're going to get either Mayfield or Beachwood, who will be an all-day pack-a-lunch deal. Yes. And if you can go do what you've done all season against one of those two teams and and then do it against Somerset, then I think the whole state takes notice. I think I think if they win a state title, Brady Atwell has five offers by, the, you know, and there's no pressure. I mean, just, <laughs> no pressure. But it's just that's the way I see it. I mean, I, I think if he could do it at Kroger – and prove these people wrong, then I think he, he's going to walk out of Listen, there with a lot of offers. Somebody's going to get on late, and they're going to get the best quarterback in the state, and no no offense to Cutter Bowley, but if I, I think UK took the wrong one, uh, I, there's not a throw this kid can't make. Uh, he's the prototypical. He reminds me of watching Big Ben play, but with speed. Because he you know, he's got that big body where he just kind of, even when you get a hand on him or you think you're going to get a sack, he just kind of spins the shoulders and throws you off and then whips one 40 yards with the flick of the wrist. He, you know, there's been some great quarterbacks come through here when you think of Humphreys and you think of Gavin, you know, Wimson. Gavin Wimson and you think of uh, uh, Zach Bernard, RZ3. Yes, Hearts. Uh, the one at Wesley now. Will Warren. You've got QB Joey Warren, Cameron. Joey Cameron. I'm here to tell you, this is the best quarterback I've seen play in the city, and I don't think it's I don't think it's remotely close. Man, that, I mean, it's it's he's still got a whole other year left. Yeah, and and, and he's going to be. Wait. I will say the state of Kentucky for next year. Even you know, people talk about Bowley reclassifying to senior this year. You look at the state next year; it's probably the best five or six quarterbacks the state of Kentucky in one year's ever produced, like the deepest quarterback they produced. 
there's not a quarterback I around that I would take over Brady Atwell right now, junior, senior, sophomore. Give me him. I still think he's the best quarterback I've seen play. Come out of Western Kentucky. Well, I mean, all those stats, I mean, 37, over 3,700 passing yards, 60 touchdowns, only six interceptions. But Coach Morris has a Lamborghini in the garage. He hasn't even taken him for a spin yet. Well, I mean, Brady Atwell. In big spots, he does. Think about Owensboro. Owensboro, game. he did a Owensboro bit. game, it was line up the two Caracos. Yeah. When we get into one, he, he might have squealed the, the tires at a stoplight right. one time. He, may have, but, he may, made the big fourth and 13 pass to Ryerson. But then when they got down there in scoring zone, it was the two Caracos back here leading Brady Atwell into the end zone. Well, he leads the Aces in rushing at 565 rushing yards and 12 touchdowns. But the astonishing stat is every time he carries it, it's for 11 yards. That's yes. 11 yard per carry on average. Yeah, and that's North Harden what it is about it because he went for like 171 against him on like eight carries. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think we found our offensive player of the year. It was a lot of fun running through this team. There's studs everywhere yes. around our area. It's an absolute pleasure to get to cover them. There's absolutely some people that will think there's some snubs, and rightfully so. There, there's a lot of great players that aren't even on these lists. Yeah, so it's, we it's can't, tough to put together. We, we'd love to be able to get everybody that either got stresses votes. me out. Hey, in we, we got a bunch of people that do this and talk about them and fight for bids, and, and there's there's kids that we'd love to get on. It just couldn't happen. We'll do a basketball preview for the entire show tomorrow to get you set for Turkey Day live at 5 tomorrow. You've been listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to Foreman Watson Haltry for sponsoring the preceding broadcast. FWHlegal.com. Tune in next time for Live at 5 on 1027 The Game.